What's going on, guys? Episode 28. Did that really happen? I actually got a chance to bring in one of my buddies. Didn't even tell him what the topic was, but we'll get into it. Let's go. Hello. Oh, what's up, buddy? What up, buddy? What's going on? I decided uh, uh, impromptu uh, spur of the moment topic is usually my favorite thing. Sometimes I'll watch something on some social media and I'm like, oh, that's a fucking great idea. And I didn't want to tell you what it was because I wanted to get like your raw feedback on it. You know what I'm saying? So I tried to do intro prior to this, kind of screwed up, I'll have to do it afterwards. But episode 28, is that what I told you what it was? Yeah. Okay, so something about this, I listened to a story and I, I feel shitty because I don't remember the, the, the person, probably a famous person, actress or whatnot, they were describing this event that happened uh, between herself being younger, I think roughly around 13. And there's a point and I'll try to get to it as best I can uh, being 13, visiting her older sister at Berkeley and uh, hanging out with this, this guy, this guy who happened to dorm to next uh, across from, from the room or some shit already kind of weird, but you know, back in the, like the early eighties, I guess not a big deal. So they hanged out a lot, had fun or whatever else. And then, something tripped out one day and he was kind of being weird and uh like nothing crazy bad but weird enough to where like i guess he was holding her outside of a window by her ankles for a bit and then like pulled her back in and then like sat down and they chilled and like nothing ever happened but the reason why i say that and this is kind of the portion what <laughs> it's super trippy i gotta find it again i uh, wish i would have shared it on a story or something um but she talks about this. I mean, she's obviously older, you know, I mean, now, and she talks about this, uh, this guy, Les, it was probably short for Leslie. She didn't know much about him, but she was a real, real cool guy, hanged out and always great. And there was that one moment that happened. Uh, it was obviously scary and uh, intense and, you know, life threatening, but then, then it calmed down and it was fine. But she brings this up all the time, I guess, uh, because she's always looking for this person. And she brought it up because she's not entirely sure why she's drawn to finding this individual. She didn't have enough information. She's been trying to Google it forever and whatever else uh, because it was just her and him in that moment, in that instance. And that reminded me of something. And this is kind of where, <laughs> where the topic comes up. Maybe you can help me kind of decide a better title for it. But it reminded me of certain deployments or certain moments in deployment or in service that mm-hmm. only a handful of people have experienced with you at the same time. I'll give you an example. Uh, my brothers-in-laws, my brother-in-laws, anyways, multiples, were all in Afghanistan at the same time I was deployed there too as well. And wow. we we kind of have had overlapping experiences though. Obviously at the time we had no idea we were all there. Right. And so that person didn't fully share that experience with me. Right. Um, what was interesting is I find myself every once in a while scrolling Facebook or, or other social medias and, and kind of looking for people, certain people who had experienced things with me that I no longer have contact with. And I think it's the same way. It's like, and like, why why do we, why do we do that? You know, I don't know if you have certain things 
you know, in, in your past experiences where you're like, damn, that shit was trippy. That happened. That was real. But the person that was always all, also there with me, I no longer talk to. Do you ever get those moments where you're like, oh, man, I wonder how they're doing. And also, hey, do you also remember that shit fucking, you know, 12 years ago? I mean, yeah, I do. And I mean, I even still talk to somebody, but I don't talk about that stuff with them. Uh, like an unspoken like even, kind of thing? No, not even that. Just like, it's just the an opposite role. Like, I don't want. I lost you for a sec, but. Oh, I lost your mic. But Am I still you... here? There you are. You're still there. Hey. You said opposite role um, or something, and then that's it. Oh, it, it's like opposite. Uh, it's like flip scenario. I don't want to talk about it with them because they're, they've like compartmentalized it and like have distorted what actually happened so they don't have to remember it. Interesting. Interesting. So like I have that with a couple people and I'm like, you know, I just don't even talk about it because, you know, you're you're not that person that'll call someone a liar and be like, you're being crazy, but they're that type of person to call you that. So uh, why even open yeah. that bag of fuckery? Okay, okay. Well, I have two I have two scenarios a little different with that. That's interesting because okay. I, can, I can see that being a thing. I can't, off the top of my head, count a moment where I felt like that. Like, ah, oh, you know... Well, okay, I guess divorce counts, but <laughs> moving right. moving forward, that one's kind of weird because it's like the the only other person that was you know involved in that is also part. That's, that's such a weird also topic. Done. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I had one years ago, and after after I got, I think I had gotten out or I was on my way out, and I visited um, an old high school teacher, and okay. uh, and the the moment in time that I'm referencing is. I went in there for whatever reason. I was just having a hard time with, like, the the potential of getting out of the military, or whatever else. And I was for whatever reason, I my mind put me back at uh, when nine eleven happened. And I remember being okay. in my uh, high school English class, and I remember my teacher was just kind of a very fun loving, fun going person. And then everything was just quiet that day. It was just fucking weird, right? I mean, most of us can recall that day. But moving forward, I, for whatever reason, in the, that moment where I was like, I have no one to talk to you, I seeked out a high school teacher, right? And, and when I visited him, he was obviously much older, which for me was actually a shock. It was kind of weird. You know, I mean, when you, when you spend time around people, you kind of watch them as they grow kind of thing and vice versa. But I hadn't seen this person in, in years. Well, you know, I was, you know, at least 10 years. And I go to visit, and one, there's just a shock of seeing this man significantly older. And I was like, oh, man, you're old. Um, And then sitting down and having a conversation, I'm like, hey, you know, I know you're teaching whatever else. I just, this is what's going on. I was like, I'm just, I'm at a loss for whatever reason, and I seeked you out. And I I hope you have some time. I hope it's not a bad time. Maybe we can grab lunch or something. I was like, I don't know how this is work how do you connect with you know an, an old teacher and you're you're older now you know where, where your kids are almost potentially old enough to be their students kind of thing and uh right. said, no no we have time we, we talked about it and 
yeah, he mentioned he's like, yeah, you know, I I vividly remember that day too. I, I he's like, I will never forget any of your faces. I was like, damn, that's wild. He's like, yeah, I remember everybody that I had in that class at that period when that shit went down. He's like, everything it's etched into my mind. I was like, that's fucking wild. I was like, have you talked to anybody else? He's like, well, occasionally I'll get like an email or a Facebook message or something. He's like, no, not, not too often. He's like, yeah, I've had some students come back over the years. He's a bit specific for that. Not really. And then, uh, and he took a moment and he kind of asked his class, he's like, who here? And I might've mentioned this in prior conversations. Who here remembers nine 11? Hardly anyone. They're like, what the fuck was that? And I was just like, Oh fuck. They're like, who, who knows right. what happened to the twin towers? And most of them are like, uh, fucking Fortnite." I'll, I'll be honest. I don't. I don't know if Fortnite was out at the time or not. I. I. My timeline is fucked up. But just watch. Well, there was like maybe one or two kids who knew, but they were also from a military family, so that was kind of expected. And right. he's like, I understand. He's. Like, I understand how it feels lost. He's like, uh, he. He would say, it's understandable to feel like was it real, and I have to reconnect with somebody who was also there to remind me. That shit happened because obviously mm-hmm. things like that have an impact. Now, fast forward, um, you know, my military service and stuff kind of winding back towards that. There was one guy in particular that did a lot of missions like 2v2, two, I call them 2v2 missions now, like a co-op, which is really weird, our, our gamer right. side showing, like co-op missions. And me and him ran a lot of missions together. I can't tell you what his first name was. I won't even bother telling you his last name because it's very generic. To this day, I'll catch myself, you know, driving around every once in a while. I'll see a, a stereotypical bald Hispanic with a with a mustache. I'm like, oh, that's, is that him? I've been doing it for years, for years, and I don't fully understand why. I mean, there's another guy who also did missions with me. Again, very very close ones, uh, and right. I I talk to him on occasion here and there on Facebook, but not. Not so much. Like I don't have. I'm not drawn to talking to him because it seems like he's in a different part of his life. You know, he's he's a little older than me. He just started a family, you know, a little while ago, and he's he's still doing his stuff. And I've got a lot of friends who moved on and move out of state, whatever else. I I I check in, and that's about it. Yeah. But this one guy, one guy who supposedly had disappeared to like Brazil or some shit. No clue. Because there's so many rumors. You know, he abandoned his family and his kids left with some stripper to Brazil or some shit. I don't know. Okay, I have no idea. But I, I catch myself, and this is why this whole thing that I saw today, I was like, dude, I got to talk about that. I want to talk to you about it. I want to talk to everybody about it. Like, I'm sure someone else out there is like, fuck yeah, I, you know, such and such mission or fuck high school, right? You know, mm-hmm. some of us wait till like a high school reunion and be like, fuck, you remember that one time? The pep rally or something. The point is, right. it's not exclusive to military, but I, I was reminded today, there is a person out there that I, on a whim sometimes, while driving fucking some hardware store, or whatever, or on the freeway or on a street where I look and like, is that that motherfucker? And I, for the brief moment, I was like, maybe I should honk, or maybe I should wave and be like, hey, are you you? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I can't fucking do that. And it's just, it's just this weird, strange, like, urge I mean, to solidify what happened. Like, hey, dude, you were there. Yeah. Or even just like, 
I don't know, people who played a big role in your life that, you know, disappeared and then, you know, like I had a friend from elementary school, like a, like last year or the year before, I tried to find him on Facebook because I was like, man, like we were really close and then he just moved and <gasps> like, I wonder what happened. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's... like, I couldn't find him though. Like I thought I did. And I was, it was like this army dude too, like around my age. So I was like, oh, dope, man. You joined the army? He's like, yeah, man. He's like, fuck, it's been like forever. And then I was like, yeah, right. And then like come to find out, he was like, wait, I totally thought you were somebody else. I was like, I thought you were somebody else too. <laughs> and he was like, well, you're pretty dope, dude. So like we talk every now and again. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You were like, ah, oh, mistaken identity with the positive. That's fucking great. Right. That's yeah. I mean, he did crazy. too because he was just like, damn you kind of remind me of them though i was like yeah it's really weird that's that can happen i mean fuck because we had like similar stories that we would talk about like oh remember that one time when we were at the park like oh yeah and they were like vague (laughs) just vague enough you're like yeah Yeah. i think that's absolutely hilarious it reminds me of something uh my other my other buddies um my high school buddies Mm -hmm. or I guess childhood because I've known for you know who I'm talking about, but uh, we were talking about like kind of recapping on memories and stuff and some of the other stuff that I deal with where I'm trying to seek out kind of memories that are lost. But he's like, yeah, man, I remember meeting. You know, he's like, you remember so and so? I was like, oh yeah, we he went to high school, we played baseball with him. He's like, yeah, he's like, I, I met him one day randomly a little while ago in a in a bar. And I think, and I'm kind of ad-libbing because I don't recall exactly. Bar or some shit. Most likely bar. And he's like, yeah, I, I recognized him for a bit. But then he came up to me. He's like, dude, I know you. He's like, yeah, you know me. We fucking played baseball. He's like, oh, shit, you know me? And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, man, I guess after talking to him for a bit, he got into a really bad accident and has really bad memory loss. So he was just yeah, kind of sitting alone at a bar just struggling to remember who the fuck he was. I was like, God damn, that is fucking intense. And this guy was just so happy that he recognized somebody. Like he's like, I just showed up at this bar because it seemed familiar. And he's like, by chance I run into somebody I grew up with, you know, went to high school with, played sports with, and remembered me. It's like, damn. So he like spent some time and talked to him and helped him remember some memories. I was like, dude, that is fucking insane. It's it's wild, absolutely wild, and I mean, because sometimes some things happen in life that seems so outrageous, right? Like movie shit, and you just Mm -hmm. you get those days where you're just like, did that really happen? I don't know if that really happened. Like I feel like it did happen. Now I gotta go ask somebody who was there, or at least that I remember was there, to remember if that was (laughs) did that really happen. Right, or did it go down like that? Yeah. Did that really happen? That's sticking in my head right now. I'll probably use it later. Um, <laughs> I, that's It's wild, man. I mean, because you think back then when, when, you know, before the internet really blew up and everyone started documenting things, things at school, right. things at home, whatever else, you know, just would people overshare. I obviously overshare, obviously, a lot. But <laughs> I probably would have done more so if i mean back when some of the things that happened for me like myspace was still kind of big you know there wasn't really like short video content you could do like it was just 
it's complicated shit for me. I didn't have the time to really look into it. But nowadays, like people have all these ways of kind of documenting those highlights of life um, that make it a little easier. You know, Facebook constantly reminds us about like there's some shit I've shared. You've seen it years yeah. ago where I wrote something. I was like, dude, that was deep. I don't remember writing that, but that shit was deep. It's fucking right. weird. Or I'll share something that's relevant now and it's like six years later. It's like, wow, that's, that's fucking weird. Yeah. It's it's strange. Um so I think like for for some of us prior to the internet, we we have, or at least we hope we have, that other human being who who also experienced yeah, who also experienced that with us. It reminds me of a a question of in in psychology in high school where mind you I, I'd sleep all the time so I wasn't paying attention the greatest but the teacher would pose this question if there's a chair in the hallway uh, uh but nobody sees it how do you know if it's real and I was like well, I'm fucking I still to this day like I I don't give enough effort right. to answer that question I was like I don't know yeah. ask somebody who walked in from the hallway I guess is there a chair there yes done like that's that's what I, I don't know if that was yeah i don't know if that's correct or whatnot but i wish i wish i went back and talked to that high school teacher i'm pretty he was old as he was old as dirt then so i mean you know maybe he's just you know he's just not you know different dimension or something hey he's doing uh, you know riffs somewhere (laughs) doing his work yeah yeah so it just trips me out and like moving on now in life and having like a new set of friends and, and, and new set of like people who are close to you. Mm-hmm. It's in the moment. Now you're like, Oh, cool. I have, I have people who are going to experience life with me, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of wild. And this all sparked from, <laughs> I, I didn't want to troll uh, social media for things, but you know, every once in a while something hits, I start, oh, I was, yeah, something just pops in like, Oh, Hey, yeah. And I start. I started reading. Uh, get onto the nerdy side. Started reading a little more of my Overlord book, right? And you, you've seen okay. a little bit of it, right? You understand the the anime of it. Uh, yeah, I've seen. Well, I mean, you've I, seen quite I would a few. I like to say, I would say almost all of Overlord. Yeah. I got like three or four more episodes. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's the same thing. You know, it's a basically an anime where someone gets stuck in their favorite video game. Um, but this also reminded me because I'm just a I'm kind of a slow reader. Uh, he starts to realize, oh, I don't think I'm in a video game. And he's kind of yeah. like searching for people. He's like admins or something. Somebody. Who had, I, I, am I the only one experiencing yep. this? And that again kind of reinforces that. Like, oh, I'm glad our memories work well enough. But what, mm-hmm. what happens when we get older? Like, What happens when, when, when you and I and other people like us uh, find ourselves, and it's nothing negative, find ourselves you know, visiting the, the local VFW a little bit more? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel yeah. like that's the next chapter in life. Yep. Because <laughs> I have a couple of friends who are who are passionate and actively involving themselves in the veteran community, and, and, and a couple of them have have kind of stepped up as younger guys. I would say compared to mm-hmm. uh, being a little more active V and W and stuff, uh, VFW and whatnot. And I think that's cool. You know, they'll go hang out and everything else. And I I think they find that as a a healthy alternative to having discussions with people who were there because the way you mentioned it, you know, the people could change their, their perception of what happened. Right. Yeah. And um, that does, that does no, 
that might be good for them, but it might not be good for you, right? Because mm-hmm. they could have covered up like the traumatic event or whatever. Right. I and, mean, you, but you you're mentioned... like, no, that didn't fucking happen. Like, bro. Well, things get now skewed after like a while. Unvalidating my feelings, and now I think I'm crazy. Yes, that's what I was going to ask you. Uh, like, you mentioned, you know, that an, another person might have, for coping reasons, be, been able to compa- compartmentalize. I hate that word, by the way. Compartmentalize no, it's, it's uh, so that good. that trauma or that event, and then it does mm-hmm. it does cause you to to second guess it, or whatever else. It's actually a fascinating. I'll, I'll mention it briefly because I've I've had some conversation with this individual. I won't give names or anything else. Uh, I'm sure they've got an A list that they use online, which is awesome. It's great, but they they post a couple things on our our uh, the dismounts uh, Facebook group, um, little blog little blog post, and they actually shared a link with me. And I was going to share it, but I I wanted to do the due diligence of reading it first. Uh, I'll send it to you as well because I imagine okay. you're probably a little better at reading than I am. And this this individual has been kind of documenting their their stuff that happened, right? Their their deployments, everything else. And they're pretty damn detailed. Mm-hmm. I would say some things are, are probably more detailed than most civilians really need to know, which is which right. is which is great for military because it it solidifies the environment, it solidifies the the moment, and really kind of paints a picture of that. And in, in fact, I. I would go so far as encouraging this individual to write a book if they ever felt confident about it. You know, it's, it, they found a medium that helps. And, you know, writing is obviously a great tool, um, and they keep they keep you know real names out of it, stuff like that. I think it's great. I've only read like read like one or two blog posts, but I found it interesting that other individuals out there are are finding ways and methods to to cope with their experiences in, in the military. This is the individual who inspired the, the last um, podcast on, on basically watering down or, or not even acknowledging you were ever in the service. You ever feel that, that right. way? You ever get those moments where you're like, I don't even want to tell people that I served. Yeah. Yeah. Or that I'm just ashamed of it. Yes. That's, okay. and that's actually really common. Um, but They're then right. people make me ashamed of even wasting my time sometimes with the way they act in a fucking country. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's, it goes both ways. It's a double-edged sword. It's it wild. It really is, though. I, like, I get There's some people that I've met who, who serve for a short stint and feel like they didn't really do anything. There's some people who serve for a while and didn't do shit because of the, the there was no conflicts going on about that or, you know, different yeah, era. Peacetime. Exactly, peacetime, and I and I I get it, I get it. Oh, I was just stationed in Germany. Yeah, but you were ready, and I, I it's it's yeah. hard, it's I hard, mean, especially yeah. for for like like the difference between you and me. We we did missions and we did stuff and we were deployed places. We supported you know our our theater operation with different branches and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But it's sometimes it is difficult to to kind of really share or get into that. You know, I can yeah. see, I can see that. Um, you said it in a different way, and I can't recall what it was. But I have I have an old uh, martial arts instructor who, I recently, as of like maybe five seven years something like that, I I confirmed my suspicions of him being in the military, you know, and he right. he served a, a few years and it wasn't long, and he felt like eh, it was a thing. I don't really talk about it. Um, he doesn't promote it, you know, which. 
I get that. And, and maybe being, being in charge of a, a, a martial arts, you know, studio or school or whatnot, or academy or whatnot, like they, that may hold a little more weight for some people, but also right. on an individual level, he was just like, nah. it happened. And like, he, if I remember correctly, I don't even think he shared it very often with his own family. So uh, one of those things where like his family didn't even know or won't know. Most of his yeah. kids don't know something like that, you know? Yeah. Like how for me, you know, looking at my, my family dynamics, the you know, majority of my family knows I served, right? That was a thing. Like right. they, they had communications with me when I deployed, you know, there was a big conflict. So it was kind of on everybody's radar, you know, and if, if I didn't reach back home, like they knew and they're like, Oh fuck, did you die? I was like, Oh, not today. Uh, nonchalantly <laughs> about it. But for those who were peacetime or those who were, you know, deployed somewhere else, like, like Kuwait, or uh, Qatar, or, or or you know any of the the kind of standby hubs like Germany, I think about or, or whatever else. I know Air Force has a bunch of other places, Guam and some shit, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. That weren't high mainstream, you know, conflicts, but they were they were part of the overall theater operations. You know, some people feel like that wasn't enough. They didn't do shit. Uh, I try to help convince I mean, people that they did, but I mean. That's hard, right? I mean, you convinced me. Like, yeah. when we talked, though. Cause, like, I call that a win right there. <laughs> like, I always thought, you know, because of my jobs and the certain missions I did, like, I shouldn't be the way I am. But then right. when you broke it down, like, yeah, okay, but I, yeah, I did X, Y, and Z, but you used A, B, C, D, and E 24-7 all the fucking time. Like, my brain couldn't even fucking handle that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, yeah, it totally like changed my outlook on my service because I remember I remember a moment where I was at a leadership academy and everybody was like, you know, that fucking first day is like, oh, what do you do? What have you done? Where have you been? And like, I was just like, oh, I'm just TMO. And like, my instructor fucking stopped everybody. She was like, what? And I was like, I'm just TMO. Like, it's whatever. And she was like, and she went around everybody in the class and she asked them, could you do your job without this or that or this or that? And she was like, and how the fuck does that get to your base? TMO. She was like, <laughs> what are you? And I was like, uh, I'm TMO. And she was like, yeah, that's fucking right. You're TMO. I was like, okay, <laughs> fuck, shit, I guess. Yeah. That, that's, I, that, that's a perfect example uh, of, of how probably many people feel you know it, it yeah. doesn't matter there's there's a fucking billion different well, i don't know I, there's there's so many mos's on every branch then all has a purpose i mean if, if they yeah. if it didn't have a purpose it wouldn't be an mos right it would just be right. an additional task an additional detail <laughs> yeah, additional <laughs> fucking here's your other hat oh fuck dude i got like 10 hats um metaphor though i do wear a lot of different hats interesting i do have a <laughs> special hat i wear for work I have a hat that when I work with my brother, I, w- I would wear. I have a hat when I go to certain places. Weird. Anyways, kind of a side observation. Um, it's true, though. It is It is true. Um, and it's also interesting. Uh, I, I don't know how I'm fucking flowing into this, but you remind me of it, that I had heard something where, where someone was like, afraid to start over, right? When you When you hit failure or you change careers or whatever else. Like kind of that that reminder of when you're when you're getting out of the military, 
you really feel like yep. you're starting from scratch. And I don't even, oh, I think yeah. this was probably one of those business quotes, to be honest with you. Um, but what, what it kind of encompassed was the idea of you're not starting over from scratch, though. You are carrying all the experience and all the knowledge you had from all your times of doing XYZ, whatever you were doing. And now you're starting with a new potential. Like you, you're not, uh, I always equate the feeling of leaving the military to getting out of high school or, you know, or in some cases, I guess, leaving college, but I didn't go the traditional route, you know, high school and college. So I don't feel appropriate using that example. Cause my, my college was, was after, and I was like, okay, I did it. Um, but leaving the military for me was very much like leaving. for you. College is that. Yeah, I did it. Whatever. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Check the box. Credentials. Got it. Am I using it? Probably not, but yeah, who knows? Yeah. I, I mean, I retained some things that were, were maybe not as traditional in the sense of what they were trying to teach me, but I, I found value in my own ways. Um, mm-hmm. I found that I really, really enjoy talking to people about just about anything you, do. you know they they would switch our top our, our classes i mean it was accelerated online and all that other shit and people like oh you didn't go to real college uh you know you try changing in depth at a college level every five weeks and and doing like capstone projects and shit like that like there's 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 a a pace that you have to mentally keep up on your own as an individual yeah. that i didn't know was a big deal until I look back and I'm like, oh, dude, I, I would, I would literally put myself in the space of becoming a subject matter expert of like the film class that I did of Disney fucking movies for whatever reason. Right. That's what I chose, and and go into such a depth that my teachers, like, I'm not even gonna fucking read your paper. You get an A. I was like, thanks, I appreciate it. So like, you're ridiculous, and you wrote 27 pages on Pinocchio, and I don't understand why or how, and fucking last minute. Mm-hmm. So like, I I I learned one again. My biggest thing that I took was I can talk in depth if I need to on any topic. You just give me a moment. And I'm like, all right, let me read some stuff here. I'll figure that out. So kind of, it's kind of crazy, kind of crazy, yep. um, but it's, it's fun. I enjoy okay. having these conversations, dude. I really do. Okay. It's, it's absolute bless. I do it solo. You know it, but it's always better when there's somebody else there. Cause when there's somebody watching, yeah, it's always better when someone's watching. <laughs> no, but it's good because you, you you bring right. Is that a shirt? Where's so many shirts, so many mm-hmm. fictitious fictitious shirts that we have yet to make. Um, but you know, you bring in a different side, and uh, just anybody anybody joining would probably bring. Like if we had right. Mike, if Mike jumped on, I'm sure he mm-hmm. would also add to that. Um, and I don't want to speak for him and his experiences, but I'm pretty sure he would have like a different variant of looking at the, the, the idea or the thought of needing to kind of check in with somebody who experienced something with you, you know? Yeah. 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 It's pretty, pretty interesting stuff. Uh, What I wanted to do, unless you got more to add, I'd wrap this guy up right here. And uh, I think so too. This is a good stopping point. And I appreciate everybody who's listened up to this point. In fact, I'm often reminded that, hey, not everyone listens on, on, on just one platform. I was like, what do you mean? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sometimes we'll catch you on Anchor Amp. I was like, right on, right on. Sometimes we'll catch you on Spotify. I was like, oh, good times, good times. And on occasion, we listen 
on uh Apple Podcasts. I was like, oh, dude, that I forgot. I forgot <laughs> that because usually all I usually all I check is is Anchor FM because I have access to the app and that's kind of where I see oh, how many listeners. But again, I was reminded by by a very kind individual who who reached out and felt like giving us some feedback and was like, dude, what you're doing is important. I was like, nah, is it? I mean, I will, I will never know how far it reaches. But then again, also, I remind myself: if it reaches one person, I think I did an awesome thing. If if you and I having conversations today reaches one person out there, and they're like, "Fuck yeah, that makes sense," you know, and gives them a little bit of peace for that hour or whatnot, then I think we did an awesome job. You know, we can uh, make people crash their cars laughing, laughing <laughs> while they're listening to the podcast. <laughs> So drive safe. Hands on the drive wheel. Safe. Head on a swivel. Yeah, drive <laughs> you know, honestly, I'm not a big fan of 10 and 12. I'm not. No, I uh, I, I look like I drive like a douchebag, but I don't. <laughs> I just use my left hand. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Which is you know, weird. I'm right-handed. No, no, no. I would agree with you. And, and some of my, my driving experience overseas, we were obviously mm-hmm. more comfortable driving left-handed. And, I, you know, I don't hold it up top. I hold it more of like a... Let's say uh, like a like a well, I would say more like an eight, eight thirty. Oh, okay. If I had to be technical, you know, eight eight thirty okay. somewhere in there. Uh, I find okay. it easier to kind of, you know, flow through traffic if you need to, you know, or a sidewalk. Obviously, different rules, different rules. I'm just saying, and uh, and right-handed, you know, <laughs> for a pistol kind of thing. But I still use left hand for driving, you know, back home. I just. Yeah. I drive like an old man now. It's just I don't know. This is what it is. I do like I, if if I could do fifty five the whole way, I'm gonna do it. Well, fuck, where am I going? I mean, fifty five is not bad though. Like, not at all. What do you got going on past fifty five? Yeah, exactly. Like, what are you doing? Sure, if it says sixty, I mean, go sixty, sixty five. Don't be a douchebag. But if you go fifty five, right, you're coasting, man. You can get there. What do you What are you gonna do? Fucking go twenty miles over the speed limit to to get there a minute too early? wrong with you right well, so that's, that's around here yeah uh the speed limit is 55 like everywhere ah. um but then you'll see people like going 70 down our like you know normal streets and i'm like what do you do like why <laughs> where are you going with you i get the average residential they usually bump it up by five uh average on a highway or whatnot usually a, a plus 10 you know, kind of, kind right. of variant. At least for for California, I'm sure it's the same it's everywhere. Same. Yeah, I think that's about the average. But I mean, sometimes you get people booking it and doing like fucking 98. And you're like, where the fuck yeah. are you? It's your what fault. You, you should have got up earlier. <laughs> as as <laughs> some days I leave late, and I'm like, oh fuck, I should have got up earlier. But I don't see a value. I gotta go in Russian. Yeah, I was like, oh fuck, I gotta do fucking no. I those days of me driving like a jackass or even though some days i'm like fuck i woke up again <laughs> right. i'm up another day fuck even though sometimes those days come like most days i'm like ah you know i've got a family i've got people who would like for me to come home so you know there's no point in me rushing if i'm late to work i'm late to work i gotta fucking plan better you know i'm not gonna uh you know let everybody around me pay for it potentially uh i'll just be like fuck eat it you know fucking 
some someone's gonna remind me like you should have fucking left forty five minutes ago. But yeah, it's it's true. It's true. Probably. Yeah, probably. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like like tomorrow I gotta leave it like technically depending on what car I'm using, six thirty. But if I'm taking the truck and I'm going slower, I'm, I'm assuming six. So we'll see how it goes. Um Thanks for joining me, bud. I appreciate it. this. Impromptu stuff is, is one of my favorite things. And when we end this, there's a possibility I might come up with another idea. You might come up with that one and we'll fucking do another one. Who the fuck knows? You know? All right, my dude. I'm out. Yeah, do it again. We're out. I'll catch you on the next one. Later. All right, guys, this last little bit is an outro. Totally optional. Listen to it. If not, just skip it. Don't worry about it. But I wanted to share with you guys something that I feel pretty comfortable comfortable with sharing. Uh, I linked up with Raise Energy. They've got ambassador uh, program that they have. They open up every once in a while to people, and I decided to take a chance with it. Try out their zero sugar, no crash energy drinks, and I have fallen in love with them. Uh, you know, no crash, zero sugar, electrolytes, BCAAs, aminos, and all that good stuff. And I'll be honest with you, pretty great. I got my variety pack, and they gave me a bunch of things and. I've tried a lot of stuff. There's two things besides their energy drinks I really, really like. Uh, Broken Arrow is their uh, pre-workout, which I actually took today, and I'm super hyped about it. Uh, there's a good chance I, sh- I should probably work out. But anyways, if you guys are interested, I actually like their, it's called the uh, Hypersleep. It's a sleep aid, and I'm all for caffeine. I love it, and I've, I've kind of slowly replaced my usual coffee with their energy drinks and I'd say Apollo right now is one of my favorite ones there's food there's a couple different flavors check it out um, those of you on Instagram you can find I use it on my gaming side which you know for those of you who game makes makes a lot of sense but I have the link in the bio under my gaming Instagram and that's llama 4711 it's l-l-a-m-a 4711 all together and uh, so you guys can find that there. There's a, a code, a little 15% code if you'd like. You don't have to, but if you'd like, get yourself a sample pack. Throw that code in. Code is the same thing, LAMA4711. I think it's all caps, L-L-A-M-A-4711. And uh, I should hook you up with at least a 15%, get you something to try out. And maybe you might find your next favorite energy drink flavor and whatnot. And like I said, I really encourage the sleep aid one because I mean having energy in the morning is absolutely outstanding makes me really pumped it feels great but having a good night's rest for those of us who struggle staying awake and everything else and (sighs) feels great I will highly encourage you to do the whole half a pack or whatnot half dosage to kind of get a feel for it because woof tastes delicious good times I'll leave you guys with that there's a code there's a link and my bio for that and I think you guys are awesome. Appreciate all of you for your guys' support. Um, And I'm out. You have a great one.